All right, y'all, today's podcast is powered by our friends at Crumble Cookies of Jonesboro in the shops at Hilltop. If you love cookies, you're going to love the Crumble Cookies because they're giant and they're made fresh inside the store. And you can have one cookie and eat on that for about seven days. Yeah. <laughs> and Brandon, this week's flavors are one in a minion. Like they have the yellow sugar. It's a delicious sugar cookie that's topped with this bright yellow swoop of a creamy vanilla frosting. How about the minion confetti, a fluffy and sweet confetti cookie decorated with with minion-inspired yellow sprinkles. They also this week have the dirt cake featuring Otto. So this is a delectable trifecta of chocolate, fudge, and cookies and cream flavors, all topped with Otto the Minion and his beloved pet rock. Or how about the moon cake? A cookie to celebrate the mid-autumn festival. It's a stamped golden cookie stuffed with a creamy almond filling. They also have banana cream pie this week. This is every Minion's favorite, so it's creamy, and it has smooth banana pudding Mm. in this buttery pie crust, and it's topped with the crunchy wafer on top. And of course, there's the milk chocolate chip. You can't go wrong. It's thick. It's soft. It's gooey. All kinds of chocolate chips packed in. I'm telling you, your family is going to love crumble cookies, or maybe you're like me and you want to go grab a cookie and not tell them that you're eating the cookie. That's okay, too. (laughs) I have cookies hidden in my truck right now. Oh, is it a four-pack, a six-pack, or a 12-pack? Oh, I have a six-pack. Come on now. okay. It's crumble cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Here is today's podcast. up arkansas this is arkansas's morning show with brandon and kelly all right good morning arkansas your morning show is on the radio good morning kelly perry good morning brandon baxter here we are today is tuesday september the 13th of 2022 glad you guys are up with us this morning it's a big day today on multiple different levels and i do want you guys to realize this if you see me out today uh number one today is hug your boss day Now, I know I might not be the boss of a lot of the people who listen, but maybe they call me boss when they hear me on the radio. So it's hug your boss day. But even more important than that, today, of all days, a great day to celebrate. Today is National Bald is Beautiful Day. It is a great day. So here I sit this morning, the bald guy on the radio. When you think about it, there's so many celebrities and people who who are bald that rock that, like Jason Statham and The Rock. Yeah, most of those guys had hair when I was already bald, so just a heads up on that. But now, like Vin Diesel and Patrick Stewart, what about okay, Patrick LL Stewart. Cool J? Patrick Stewart might, might have been bald before me. Popeye. Popeye, is he bald? Yeah, so is Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Drew from the Minions. Oh man, so many great ones. Elmer Fudd. Okay, now see, at some point we'll draw the line. Kalu. Okay, Kalu. What is Kalu? A cartoon. No, his name is not Kalu. It's Kalu, isn't it? Caillou. Caillou. Caillou, that's it. It's been, y'all, it's my son's 20, he didn't watch anymore. No, he probably was watching it, what, two or three years ago? (laughs) Yeah. After he got his license, he right. get home from school. Yes. Uh, it's wild, though, when I think about being bald, because literally people are like, they can't picture me with hair. So when people see any picture of me with hair, they're going, wait a minute, is that really even you? They all think it's like a wig. Yeah, because it's such a mm-hmm. different look. But I've been bald. Here's what's crazy. Let's do the math on this. I <laughs> shaved my head, I think, in 1997. Okay, so I was 20. Literally, I've been bald for more than half of my life. Wow. Isn't that wild? So I've had no hair a lot longer than I had hair. So. Do you ever wash your, your head in the shower and reimagine or feel what your hair used to feel like when it was like when you're shampooing it? Oh, yeah. 
you still can feel I that. I can still jet. kind of feel it, yeah. Really? Because I think that's that's a natural thing. Every time I get out of the water, I push my hair back, even though I haven't had hair since like 97. <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. Really, really weird. But today is National Bald is Beautiful Day. So if you guys want to celebrate, yeah. I was trying to find a good song that would kind of relate to those of us who are bald guys, right? And I was like, golly, there's not a whole lot of songs that are written about bald guys. <gasps> Wait a minute. This is a good one. Wasn't he bald? Uh-huh. <laughs> Here we go. I'm a model. You know what I mean. On the catwalk. Maybe we should do a catwalk on TikTok today. Ooh, that would be a good one. That would get a total of about 20 likes. <laughs> hey. I'm trying to grow my TikTok following, <laughs> not run people off. Anyway, welcome to Tuesday. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you're a cereal eater, there is an easier way to eat cereal. And I know many of us, when we think about cereal, we're thinking, oh, it's so difficult to make cereal. I need a life hack to make my cereal. It is so difficult to pour this cereal in a bowl. Yes. But I guess Kellogg's is putting out a deal called the Insta Bowls. So if you can picture like your cup of noodles, right? Cup of Quaker Oats. But picture this now. It's going to be your cereal in one of those deals. But as opposed to having to uh, pour out your cereal into one bowl, it's already in the one bowl and there's no need for milk. I'm not putting water in it. Yep. It's water that you put onto the powdered milk, which then turns into milk. And your cereal is milky, and it's one bowl. Here's a couple questions on this deal, though. Mm. Number one, have you ever had cereal and gone for just one bowl? No. I mean, you if you have milk left, you have to pour a little bit more cereal in there. That's what happens with me, too. I don't think I've ever had just one bowl of cereal. So each bowl is going to cost about two bucks, which when you really break down the cost, it's a lot more expensive than buying the bag of cereal, which I won't buy the name brand cereal. I'll buy the generic bag. Right. You'll buy the Fruit Loops that are called the Loopies or whatever. Yeah, loopy Fruits. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell my wife. Frios. I'm going to tell her they're the same thing. They're just packaged differently. Brandon, she's an adult. Yeah, but still, I think a lot of that stuff is kind of like that. They're made in the same factory. They just go into different hey, packaging. I'll save my Fruit Loop box for you, and Ooh. then you can put the fake ones in the real Fruit Loop box. Ooh. That'll show her. That'll show her. So Fruit Loops uh, are included in the Kellogg's Instables. Okay. It's Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Apple Jacks, Mm-mm. and the Raisin Bran Crunch. Those are the cereals and the Insta Bowls. Again, they're two bucks a piece. They come in the little bowl. You put your water in there. That water turns the powdered milk into milk, and you're set to go. Kellogg's, I don't know. And, and, and I don't hear my favorite cereal in there, so I don't really want to get it. What's your favorite? Well, I have a new one. You have a new cereal? Mm-hmm. Like you ventured out? Yes. At your age? Yes. <laughs> Reese's Puffs cereal. Ooh. It's like eating crunchy peanut butter and chocolate goodness with it's just so good that sounds good is that good dry yes because i have to think about cereal being dry i don't really like my cereal to be all that wet oh yeah because you're that weirdo that pours your milk first yeah i don't want soggy cereal at all i don't either but what do you do just sit around and look at it while it's sitting there i'll get a handful of it and maybe just drop a little bit in there just to get it a little bit wet Hmm, okay. I'm trying to think of my favorite my favorite cereal. I used to love Cookie Crisp. Like that was a really good one. You just liked it because it was like eating dessert for breakfast. I want the cookie cereal. Because that was pretty good. 
Cookie Crisp. Yeah. Or Captain Crunch. Ooh, that was a good one. And we call him Captain Crunch, but he was Captain. 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 Did you realize that? Captain Cap- Crunch. So that's a good one. Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch. Ooh, that's the one that makes your milk really oh. tasty. I think that's my favorite. And that cereal is probably the best one dry. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that is good. For- I also like Fruity Pebbles. Ooh, Cocoa Pebbles I'm going to have to go Ah, uh, no, go Fruity. I'm going Fruity on that. When I was a kid at one point, I liked Frosted Mini Wheats. What kid likes Frosted Mini Wheats? I don't know. But as a kid, I would choose those. But even the frosting didn't taste good. It was like it was like stevia on top of it. Listen, you don't have to poke holes into my fun. But I'm just sitting back thinking about which ones I would like. Let me step out of your, your fun with the mini wheats. Yeah, I know. I used to get that. What was that one that was uh, grape nuts? No, you did not get yes. that. That's the worst cereal possible. No, because they're really hard. They wouldn't get soggy. No, I know it like would would hurt your esophagus. Well, there as you is that. Swallowed the grape nuts. Yeah, so there you go. Maybe you want to try some grape nuts. No, you don't. I used to put a ton of sugar on grape nuts, though. No, because the sugar would settle at the bottom, and you take that oh. that like scoop, and there'd be like a little bit of sugar on the very tip of the spoon. <laughs> sure, grape nuts is great with a spoonful of sugar. There you go, man. Maybe you guys want to go grab some cereal this morning. All of a sudden, I'm hungry. <laughs> Maybe some grape nuts, cookie crisp. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Chris Cantrell of Berryville. So, Chris is out there and he's fishing on Beaver Lake and He's practicing some spear fishing at one point and realizes he's caught what could be a world record setting catch. Chris Cantrell at Beaver Lake caught a paddlefish mm. that was 90 pounds and 12 oh, ounces. Oh my goodness. Kelly, <laughs> this fish is massive. Hang on, let me see. So, yeah, the picture that the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission posted, like oh. the fish. Is pretty much as tall as Chris. Good. How's he even holding that? 90 pounds held in his hands. Pretty crazy. They say this fish is quite possibly a spearfishing world record mark for the species. And it happened at Beaver Lake in Arkansas. I'm never getting in the lake again. Exactly. For those of you who want to go and swim, (laughs) that sucker gets you, man. Mm. What if they attack? I don't even care if they don't attack. I don't want to be in the water with it. I would be freaked out <laughs> if I'm on a raft or in a tube and all of a sudden that sucker swam on by. Oh, no. Can you imagine when you're out there trying to get that fish? Mm-mm. 90 pounds, 12 ounces, according to the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission. So here's to you, Chris Cantrell. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It is September the 13th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Miranda Lambert. 
So Miranda Lambert's about to head to Vegas and do her residency there. And uh, I guess she's talking about her concerts. And there's one song in particular that she had to move in the set list. Because when she played this song earlier in the night, it would cause drama. Because one song causes women to fight other women. (laughs) And she said it would cause all kinds of chaos. And they'd have to stop the show. Security would have to go and remove women and all this kind of stuff. The song that causes the fights is this one. Go and fix your makeup, girl. Evidently, these women can't hide their crazy at the Miranda shows. So she says she's had to push this to the end of the show, uh, right there toward the uh, the encore. She says, we do this final push at the end of the show. So if the girls are fighting, they can just fight through the rest of the set. A pretty funny story there from Miranda Lambert. We have country music news today on Scotty McCreary. Damn straight, you're killing me, man. So Scotty McCreary recently earned his fifth consecutive number one with that song right there, Damn Straight. And he officially released his brand new single. It's called It Matters to Her. And Scotty says he wrote this song with the help of Rhett Akins and Lee Thomas Miller because after four years of marriage to his wife, Gabby, he's learned a few things. And this song basically sums it up. The song is called It Matters to Her. Here's Scotty McCreary. When you say I love you before you hang up the phone Buy her favorite wine on your way home. When you kiss her in the kitchen, when you kiss her on the street, when you kiss her when she's still asleep, it matters to her. It stays on her mind when you put her first every single time. When you think she don't see, when you think she don't care, when you think she don't notice what you're doing. It's called It Matters to Her. It's by Scotty McCreary, and it's out now. And country music news today on Cole Swindell. Sitting over in the corner, baby, I saw pretty red lips working on a Cole Swindell is sitting at number one on the Billboard Country Airplay chart, so congratulations to him. He has his fastest rising single to date with this one. She's a 90s country fan like I am. Hey, I got a Chevy. She can flip a quarter. Heads Carolina, the number one song of the Billboard Country Airplay chart. Cole says, and I quote, getting to stand in front of you night after night, hearing you sing it back is the best feeling in the world. So congratulations to Cole Swindell. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know, like humans, koala bears actually have unique individual fingertips. If you place a koala and human fingerprint side by side, they're actually pretty hard to tell apart. Really? Yeah. I would have never thought that. I've always wanted to hold a koala bear. I know. Like, how cute do they look? When I was a kid, they used to be my favorite animal, that and monkeys. I know. I always wanted one, too. Yeah. I wonder if we can get one. I don't think so. Can you just go get one? No, I don't think so, Tim. Do, do they even have some, like, in the zoos? Have you ever seen a koala bear in the zoo? In Australia. But not here, right? 
I don't, don't think, think I've, I've seen them here. No. I don't think I have either. Okay, that's crazy. And did you know the ancient Greeks were afraid of zombies, so they buried some people underneath heavy rocks with stakes in their hearts to make oh. sure that they wouldn't come back a zombie. That's a lot to do right yeah, there. I know. That's kind of nasty. And did you know Will Ferrell consumed so much sugar while filming Elf that he actually became physically ill? Mm. If you've seen the famous spaghetti scene, then you probably understand why. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> you know how sometimes that sugary stuff sounds so good? Yeah. And then within like 10 minutes, you're like, I think I need a nap. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was reading some stuff this morning on... Uh, website I go to. And it was talking about what? That was weird. I know. Why did I say it like that? Because <laughs> like, then the way you looked at me made it more weird. Okay. Uh, they're talking about people sending uh, flirty texts to people, right? Like a flirty text? Okay. What? A flirty text. You send flirty texts to your wife. Yes, I do, as a matter of fact. Okay. I'm always flirting. I'm very much a flirt. Okay. And does your wife send flirty texts to you? No, she says, leave me alone. Yeah, that's a different kind of text. <laughs> now, here's the wild thing about this, though. They say this is uh, normal for a lot of people to send uh, flirty texts. And they say that sometimes there's attachments to go along with these texts. And the average American has accidentally sent a flirty message to the wrong person about six times. Can Shut you up. imagine? No, because I've never done it. How in the world would this happen? Uh, I could think of a lot of reasons. Can you imagine the embarrassment if you send something flirty and you put it to the wrong person? Like, let's say, you know, your wife's name is Leslie, but you accidentally send it to another Leslie in your phone. That's like your cousin, Leslie. Oh, my goodness. That would be awful. Like, if I accidentally send something like that to Leslie Cobble, I wonder if she would uh, react in a positive way or be grossed out. Well, I think she would be grossed out, but oh, that's fantastic. since they know you and she knows that your wife's name is Leslie, she could probably use deduct- deductive reasoning. And That um, might be the biggest word you've ever said on the show. Yeah, I just blacked out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, Thanks, so, Matlock. <laughs> yes. So if you use that, uh, you could probably realize that you know she you did not mean to send that to her but now if it was just a completely different mm-hmm. letter that yeah. would really like if it was your friend david and you oh, sent something david. to david instead of leslie oh, he'd be excited that'd be weird he would be so excited <laughs> <laughs> let me go and see who would be near my wife in uh in text do 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 uh yeah this could be bad because her sister is lindsay Oh, you that would be awkward. Can you imagine how bad that would be? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> but, you know, wrong I person. Know, I have friends that have sent uh, the wrong thing to wrong people before. Yeah. Yeah. Bad, like bad stuff or just uh, something that they wish they could take back Oof. and wanted to crawl under Oof. the house and die. Okay, yes. who is the friend? Let me know. No. no, tell me the initials of your friend. Write no. down the initials and I'll say it for you. No! <laughs> okay. Just give me the initials. Uh-huh. No. I just need the initials. No, if you say them out loud, you're in trouble. I'm not in trouble. Because they listen. Well, that's awkward. <laughs> 
Anyway, be careful with that. I, like, I've never sent a flirty thing to the wrong person, but I was sending a message one time to our general manager no. about an issue we were having with an employee, Mm-mm. and I accidentally sent it to the employee as I was telling on them to our general manager in a situation that we had to deal with. You want to talk about awkward? That's awkward. Did the person approach you or say, hey, what's this about? Uh, no, I got to laugh out loud back. So they knew. <laughs> they knew what was up. But it really wasn't a laugh out loud. It was a, I'm coming to get you. Yeah, I've been afraid of that person ever since. <laughs> so anyway, be careful what you text, y'all. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So this is yet another reminder that you shouldn't randomly fire a gun into the air like you're in a Looney Tunes episode because in real life that bullet comes down and can hurt somebody. A 31-year-old man in Texas was arrested on outstanding warrants early one morning when he was found with a single gunshot wound to the buttocks. What? Okay. Well, who shot him? Well, he did. According to witnesses, the man had been firing shots into the air and accidentally shot himself. It's unclear if he was tagged by one of the bullets that was coming back down or if he somehow shot himself directly. He is going to survive. He's in the hospital and is in stable condition, but he will be facing additional gun charges. Oh, that is not good. Speaking of landing yourself in the hospital, when my son was little, he swallowed some coins and was taken to the hospital. And when I asked the nurse how he was doing, she said... No change yet. Oh, no. I know, that's no, what I said. No. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning to you, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday, September the 13th of 2022. Glad you guys are up with us today. On National Ball, this beautiful day. So, boom, roasted. That reminds me, I did that the other night at an event, and I don't think people got it. (laughs) <laughs> they must not have been the office fans i just had a flashback to it because i was saying "Ooh, ticket number 871 boom you won boom you won and then i said boom roasted yeah and nobody reacted i said does nobody watch the office and i looked out and people were just looking at me <laughs> they're like nope that's a true story it was so extremely awkward i would have laughed for you if i'd have been there I appreciate that. Uh, National Bald is Beautiful Day today. Today is also National Hug Your Boss Day and National Peanut Day as well. Hey, there's big news for kids out there, kids in the car. If you want to love, uh, if you want to go and see something you love live in concert, Coco Melon is coming to Arkansas. That's a really big yeah, deal, right? It is. So it's going to be at Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock on December the 13th. <laughs> Coco Melon is coming to Arkansas Simmons Bank Arena December the 13th. Tickets go on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m. You can find the tickets at Ticketmaster.com. But if you or your kids love Coco Melon, get ready. It's coming to Arkansas.
Brandon Baxter in the morning. So Brandon, my my son is always telling me that I'm just like my mother, and you have been around me for a while. Uh-huh. And uh, what would you say? I didn't really understand it. I would hear him say that until I was around your mother quite a bit over the last year. And then I realized, oh my gosh, like as soon as I met your mom and I watched how she would tell a story and how animated she would get, I'm like, this one million percent is Kelly. Yeah, I remember the first time she told a story in front of you and your wife in person. And y'all sat there with your mouths open. And then you went from me to her just looking back and forth. And your wife was like, shut your eyes. It's Kelly. It's the same thing. And see, the thing is, when we're when we're younger, we don't want to be like our parents, right? Yeah, we despise it. We're like, I'm nothing like my parents. Oh, no, I have nothing in common with my mom or my dad. Well, my son calls it Nani moments. He calls her Nani. And he'll, yep. he'll say, Mom, you've had another Nani moment. And he'll go, another naughty moment. He has like this little jingle with it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, real funny. So I bought, and a lot of you are probably going to understand this. For the first time in my life, I bought what's called, or what my friends refer to, as decorative towels. Decorative towels. So what's happening is, it's in a. am kind of redoing a a guest bedroom, and I wanted to buy some nice, fluffy, uh, uh, rich looking towels, you rich know, looking towels with yeah. colors that that kind of bring out my bathroom. So when I have guests or when my my mom comes over, you know, it's these nicer, fluffier towels. Sure. Now, do you expect your guest to use the towels? They're the only ones that can use them. Okay, so the guests are able to use these towels, but your son, who you birthed is not allowed to use these towels. He's not, and I don't use them. They're not for family use. They're just for decorative purposes and or it's the best for my guest. So, So, yeah, of course, what you want is to buy something for your house that's nicer than what you use for them to scrub their body with when they're trying to dry off. Strangers. Well, something like that. But I also got some, you know, all the decorative towels you can get like different seasons. So, like, of course, there's pumpkins and there's Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. So I got some new fall ones, too, for my bathroom. Just what you needed. Yeah. And for my guest bathroom. And so Kurt was coming in yesterday and I was like, hey, don't use those. And he was like, why? And I was like, because they're decorative. And he goes, they're what? He was like, what are you talking about, a deck, like a decorative towel? He goes, you lay it somewhere? And I was like, well, basically, it just lays there and kind of, you know, pulls the room together. And he looked at me like I was like, and he went, okay, mom, this is a naughty moment. I went, what are you talking about? And he goes, did you have decorative towels growing up? And I was thinking, and I was like, actually, this isn't a naughty moment. This is my dad moment. I can remember my me getting one of the towels during Christmas and my dad being like, Kelly, don't dry your hands off with that towel. And I'm like, why? They're decorative. Oh. And I just caught myself yelling at my son for, they're decorative. These are for other people to use, not us. Right. We buy nicer stuff for other people. Right. And I'm like, man, no, I know it doesn't. And I'm like, but I guarantee there's other people and kids, men, whatever, that are like, I hate the decorative towels. And here's the deal. My wife, like in our bathroom, we have one near the tub. Which is supposed to, hey, don't touch this one because it's just on the wall as decor. We treat it like it's a painting. We have another by the sink that would be perfect to like wipe your mouth after you brush your teeth, but you're not allowed to do that. But you go over to Kai's bathroom on the other side of the house, and guess what happens? 
Dude, he's got toothpaste on his decorative towel. He doesn't care. If he spills something, he's going to use that. Ooh. He doesn't care. Well. Kids don't care. She did say that you were one of the most disgusting in her house, so she has to make some rules to try to keep some of y'all's house nice. Really really appreciate that. But anyway, I was just wondering if I was the only one. Like, do y'all have decorative towels right this second? We have decorative towels right this second, but you're not allowed to use them. They're not for you to use either, though. Like, you're buying them for other people. But do they switch out? Do y'all, do y'all, do they change seasonal? Because there's a lot of different kinds of decorative towels. No, I get that. And my wife changes everything in the house. I never know if I'm at home or if I'm in somebody else's house. That is true. She gets bored and she rearranges (laughs) stuff. I'll come in y'all's house and I'm like, where am I? Like, where's the table? (laughs) Where the heck is the table? And somehow, she can't move the vacuum cleaner, but she can take the table upstairs by herself. Hello? Is this thing on? Listen, I was just talking about decorative towels. I don't, I don't know what you're no, doing. No, now you're trying to no. stir it against me. I mean... Okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Decorative towels. I think most of us have them. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Tuesday, September the 13th. Of 2022, local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy belated birthday goes out to our friend Sarah Johnson of Elite Men's Health. She celebrated her birthday yesterday, took the day off. I think she's going to have to work today, so. Happy birthday. Anyway, if you're on your way to work, happy birthday, Sarah, one day late. Uh, Celebrating today, happy birthday goes out to Tinley Elder. Going to Rivercrest, who turns 11 today. We have Coach Angie Ellis, who's the girls' basketball coach at Valley View. Celebrating a birthday, so happy birthday. Happy birthday. Ashley Rowe in Maynard celebrates Tommy Brown of Walnut Ridge. Cole Autry of Paragould. Janet McKay in Gosnell celebrates Chrissy Estes in Pine Bluff. Casey Thomas of Mount Ida celebrates Eric Krigler. In Hoxie, Jolena Brown of Jonesboro celebrates Talon Taylor of Pocahontas is 16. Happy birthday and love from mom and dad. And Jackson, try that again, and Jackson Weston is turning six years old today. So happy birthday, Jackson. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday today to Lily Reinhart, who is 26. That's Betty on the CW's Riverdale. Uh, Neil, I say this wrong. Is it Neil? Niall. Niall. Sorry, y'all. I'm so sorry. Niall Horan is 29. That from One Direction. So Niall went out did some uh, solo stuff as well. Turning 29 today. Happy birthday today to Ben Savage, who is 42. Uh, he was in Boy Meets World and Girl Meets World. Yeah. Happy birthday to Randy Jones, who is 70. That was the original cowboy in The Village People. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Macho, macho, macho man. Yeah. I've got to be a macho man. 
Macho. Did you used to walk out to this? <laughs> you know what? My next wrestling match, if I ever have another one, I'll come out to this. When you think of the village people and you think of Randy Jones. Come on. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. Come on, y'all. Everybody, YMCA. YMCA. Happy birthday to Randy Jones of the Village People who turns 70 today. Happy birthday today to Peter Cetera, who is 78. So Peter Cetera was in the band Chicago. Satara, when he went away from Chicago, did this. Yeah. Karate Kid 2. I am a man who will fight for your honor. I'll be the hero you're teaming. This is my song to all of you. <laughs> Happy birthday to Peter et cetera, who turns 78 today. What? Okay. That's bad. (laughs) And happy birthday today to Joe Don Rooney, who is 47 from the Rascal Flats. Come on, Joe Don. Joe Don Rooney celebrating his birthday today. Let's see if you know this from the movie Cars. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Joe Don Rooney of Rascal Flats, who turns 47 today. Happy birthday, Joe Don. Hope you have a good one. Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Today is September the 13th. And today in pop culture in 1986, it was a huge day on CBS for morning television as Paul Rubens debuted a brand new show that was called Pee-wee's Playhouse. 86. Did you watch this? Yes, I've seen every episode. Have you really? Yes. I loved it. Did you see the movies too? Yes. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. My bike. Uh, Big Top Pee Wee. Yep. You ever go to the movies with Pee Wee Herman? 
Never did. Yeah, Left no. that to you. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, today in pop culture in 1997, Elton John's rewritten version of Candle in the Wind. Uh, it was released one week prior. It sold a record 600,000 copies in its first day in Britain alone. And it went on to become the best-selling single of all time. More than 30 million copies of this. Goodbye, May you ever grow in our hearts. You were the greatest place to self where lives were torn apart. Did you buy it? I'm sure I did. Called out to our country. I did for sure. And you whispered to those in pain. Now you belong to heaven. And the stars spell out your name. It's all about Princess Diana in this version. And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind. Never fading with the sunset when the rain set in. And your footsteps will always fall here along England's greenest hill. Your candles burned out long before Your legend ever will It was back in 1997. Today in pop culture in 2009. This is one of those moments you might not remember it when I say uh, it was the VMAs of 2009, but you'll remember the moment for sure. So Taylor Swift is up on stage. She has just now won uh, the VMA Moon Man for Best Female Video for the song You Belong With Me. When all of a sudden, somebody jumps out of the crowd. Uh, I sing country music, so thank you so much for giving me a chance to win a VMA award. I... Yo, Taylor. I, I'm really happy for you. I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. One of the best videos of all time. <laughs> Talk about awkward. It was in 2009 when Kanye West stormed the stage and interrupted Taylor Swift at the VMAs. And today in pop culture in 2011, Lady A released their third studio album. It was called Own the Night, and it featured this. And the other big hit off of the album was this. Today is September the 13th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We were talking this morning about how Kellogg's is doing instant cereal. This is going to be cereal in bowls, like they're prepackaged bowls, and you put some water in there, and the, I guess it's evaporated milk turns into something. No, it's powdered milk. It turns into milk. Yeah, it turns into milk once the water hits it. So it's a new deal. They're about two bucks a cup. So we started talking about cereal, and I thought everybody's favorite was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I don't even know why they have other cereal on the aisle. And there's like hundreds of boxes, but like literally there's only a few that get purchased, right? I would love to know the most purchased and the least purchased. Yeah, I guarantee you the most purchased is Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's the best. I know you think you have your favorite, now this new favorite. Uh, here's the thing. Anytime you have an opinion, yes. other people can have an opinion without you getting mad. No, you're right. They can. They can be wrong. Okay. So here's some people on my social media, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook. 
Laura Jones says golden grams or s'mores. Mm. I think golden grams are pretty good, yeah, right? Yeah, those are good. Honeycombs. Did you ever have honeycombs? I did. Do you like honeycombs? Mm-hmm. Amber Jones says good old honey nut Cheerios or special K with strawberries. But she says the Walmart brand is actually better hmm. than the name brands. See? Right there. Amber's there. right. Uh, Trisha Smith says honey bunches of oats with almonds. Shannon mm. Sprinkle says Frosted Flakes. Ashley Drake, Special K with Strawberries. Angela Rachel, uh, Rachel says Captain Crunch Berries. So, different responses on mine. Again, nobody said Cinnamon Toast Crunch, so many of you are wrong. Well, it's crazy because on mine, no one says Cinnamon Toast Crunch either. Well, who's on yours? It's not making any sense. So, well. Lacey Glover says Pops. You remember that commercial, Gotta Have My Pops? Yes, I do. So, she says Pops. Is that Pops. about the frog? Maybe. Was there a frog on the Pops commercial? No, that's, that's a golden, cr- super crisp. Golden crisp? Okay. I don't remember. Okay. The frog, though. I'm picturing a I frog. I know exactly what you're talking okay. about. Uh, Trevor Harbour says French Toast Crunch, then Reese's Puffs. French Toast Crunch. Yeah. Is that different than Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Let's see. Uh, Lay Farrell says Avery goes, her daughter goes with Reese's Puffs are the best. Oh, gosh. Avery, Lay, I Lay. am with you, girl. How about this? Lay, go away. That's not right. You can't Lay, agree with Kelly. You and Avery can come do the show with me tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Puffs are the best. I enjoyed, she said she enjoys Apple Jacks as a kid, but Honey Bunches of Oats as an adult. All right. So cereal, we're talking about that on the socials if you guys want to check it out. I had an embarrassing moment that happened the other night. I was at an event, uh, and I'm just going to say that sometimes, like, I know people, but I can't remember why I know people. You know what I'm saying? I totally know what you're saying. And, like, sometimes if you see somebody removed from their place where you know them from, it really throws you off. Mm-hmm. So I had a situation where a young lady came up to me and was like, hey, I want to get a picture real quick. And I'm like, gosh, she looks familiar. She looks familiar. But I was trying to place, right? Trying to place it, trying to place it, trying to place it, trying to place it. And it wasn't placing in my head because I was worried about Kai and he had to get food and I had to pay for this. You know, I was buying the concession foods and I'm like, oh my gosh, that stuff is eight bucks. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm kind of doing that in my head and I'm taking a picture with somebody. And then I'm like, okay, remind me of your name. And she's like, um, Brandon, you know me from blank and I went oh my goodness and in that very moment Kelly I wanted to crawl underneath the carpet of the venue I was in because yes as soon as she said it bing everything is clear I understand all of it but what is it about us as humans that we can see somebody and know them it's like I know you but I'm not sure why I know you. It's almost like that self-doubt. You keep second-guessing yourself. Like, there's no way I'm going to see them outside of their normal habitat. Yes. And being a teacher, I remember seeing, I would see first through sixth grade students, like, in Walmart or Target yeah. or something. And they would look at me like, you come to the store? <laughs> why aren't you in the gym teaching PE right now? Yeah. You know? or what? So I think it's just when you're used to seeing somebody in their, whatever, like I said, natural habitat, it's like... It's weird when you see them somewhere else. And then you have the awkward like, oh, yeah, like I'm cool talking to people in their natural spot. Or like if you have lake friends and you normally see your lake friends like in swimsuits and towels and on a boat. And then when you see them at a restaurant and they all have like they're made up and they don't have hats on or bathing suits and they're all clothed, you forget who they are. You're like, take your clothes off and I'll recognize you. You know what? Is that what you're trying to say? No, that is definitely not what I'm trying to say, Brandon. Huh. Idiot. I'm not sure about those okay. lake trips. I ain't like, ever going Y'all know with you. what I mean. I ain't ever okay. going Okay. <laughs> hey!
1. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the most wanted songs on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Number 5. Kelsey Ballerini, Heart First, is song number five. Number four. Let's get some candles burning and some records turning all the lights down low. Taking nights and slow. It's Luke Combs and the kind of love we make, song number four. Number three. She's a 90s country fan like I am. Hey, I got a Chevy. She can flip a quarter. Cole Swindell, She Had Me at Heads Carolina, is song number three. Number two. I need something you prove. Something stronger than I'm used to. That's Morgan Wallen and You Prove, song number two. Number one. God makes five foot nine brown eyes and a sundress. Loves him a growl and a small town. And Tyler Hubbard at five foot nine is the most wanted song over the last twenty four hours with Arkansas's morning show. This is Arkansas, and this is Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It is September the 13th of 2022. Today is National Hug Your Boss Day. So if you would like to go in and hug your boss, side hug, hug from behind. I don't know if that's a good one. No. Don't do that. No. Maybe not a full frontal hug either to your boss. No, that's fine. I think in most cases. Well, you know what? I think our boss just got here. Why don't you head over there? No, I'm not saying for me, but I'm saying if anybody wants. Okay. It's also National Bald is Beautiful Day today as well. So if you guys want to celebrate. Hey, here's a heads up. Have you heard of HelloFresh? Yes. So a lot of people do HelloFresh. There is a recall on ground beef. Oh, no. (laughs) So the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Services has issued a public health alert for ground beef that was sold by HelloFresh that is contaminated with E. coli. It ain't so fresh. Happy Tuesday, everyone. <laughs> it ain't so fresh right now. Man. Uh, and I know this happens. It can yeah. happen to anybody. But the ground beef was distributed in meal kits anywhere from July the 2nd through July the 21st. So if you had some meat back in July and it's still there, you might want to go check it. And if you had some meat back in July and your belly hasn't felt the same since, well, uh, now you know. <laughs> Anyway, July 2nd through July 21st. Watch out for that ground beef from HelloFresh. Throw that stuff away. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, Brandon, something absolutely amazing happened to me yesterday. I drove to Wynn, which I'm from Wynn, the city with a smile. And sometimes I'll go there to either see some friends or um, run some errands. Or sometimes my uh, I'll go visit my dad's graveside, which is he died about 12 years ago. And I'll always go and say hi to him when I'm in Wynn visiting. Sure. So I go to I go to the to the cemetery. I, I finish running all my errands. I go to the cemetery. 
and I kind of walked to my dad's grave and where he's buried called the Cogbill Cemetery and there you look out and there's a huge field you see a peach orchard um, big trees very very beautiful place to be quote laid to rest sure right so I go over there and he's buried along with my grandmother and grandfather his parents and so typically what I always do uh, is I'll go and I'll just start talking to him out loud there's nobody there Um, I'm in this huge field by myself Uh, I guess other people are there but they're pretty quiet well sure they're not paying attention to what you're doing yeah and so um i just start talking to him and i you know most of it's not really emotional but i'm kind of telling him about hey kurt's working now he's going to school uh i'm trying to do this i'm trying to do this here's this this is what i'm sad about i miss you you know that kind of stuff sure so i'm talking to him and then all of a sudden i kind of get to a point where i'm like man like i was just almost to a point where I was just really sad. Like, man, I just wish he was here. Like, what would he say to me? And then you can kind of, I kind of think in my head, I bet this is what he would say. And you try to, you know, pat yourself or whatever. Sure. About that time, I look up and a white dove, um, which I don't know if y'all know this, but I had now know that white doves are extremely rare to see out in the wild. You don't normally see white doves because they get eaten because you can easily see them and their, you know, predators can get them, right? Oh, I didn't know that. So, so there's not a lot of white doves. They're very rare. And so a white dove, I was sitting on this little bench, this white dove, and I was kind of tearing up a little bit. This white dove swoops down. It's not up in the sky. It swoops down eye level with me. Oh, wow. And goes right past me, probably five to ten feet from from my face. Which is, I would assume that's fairly close for a dove to get to a person. Right. And I also, typically you see other birds around or what, little robins or sparrows or whatever. I'm telling you, I saw no other birds around. It flew right in front of me. And I sat there and I'm like, I think I remember my mom telling me that white doves represent something. So my heart started kind of pounding. Sure. And I was like, okay. So I go to Google and I just look up what does a white dove mean? You know, one of the first things I see is the dove's presence is associated with peace, happiness, love, truth, and healing. It symbolizes hope in tough times, such when one is sick or grieving, and their presence during uh, is supposed to be somewhat, it's supposed to be uplifting. So it's supposed to uplift oh, wow. you and be encouraging. How wild is that with some of the stuff? Right. And so there's people that believe like that could be, you know, basically my dad in the form of a dove just saying, hey, I'm right here. I'm still around, even though you can't see me. I'm with you. You know, this is my, this is all I can do to let you know that I'm here, but I'm here. Uh, So just like he did when I was a kid, there was my dad. I was completely on my own. Mm. There he was picking me up. And I felt like that dove was like a message directly from my dad. That's what you needed at that time. Yeah. That's sweet. Thank you, dad. Man. All right. Sorry. No, that's sweet though. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so maybe you love your job, but you're always trying to keep your options open. Maybe you hate your job and you're looking for a new one. You never tell somebody you hate the job until you're ready to leave the job. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I've heard some people do that. Well, (laughs) okay. (laughs) No, but uh, when's the last time you had uh, a resume that was up to date? Oh, uh, probably teaching. Like when I was a teacher. So that would have been how many years ago? Mm, Eight. So if we go and we look back eight years ago at your resume, you think it looks completely dated now? Probably, because I feel like I've I've had more, like, I don't know, experience since then. So I'd feel like I would need to update 
what I've done since. And that's the one thing. Like, I think all of us, as we apply for jobs, we need to update our resumes. And I started... Uh, I can't remember what year it was. Like I went from a different, like traditional, like here's a really plain, like typed out piece of, uh, you know, resume to this very visual photos and graphics and like, because I was like, if my resume is going to be looked at, I'm going to win. Your uh, wife was telling me you used to spray Dracar on your resume. I did. And then I'd email them off. <laughs> nice. My computer smells amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, But anyway, there's a recruiter, a senior recruiter from Google who's talking about things you no longer need on your resume. And when I hear this, I'm like, oh, "Oh my goodness, maybe we've been sending outdated stuff longer than we thought. Because I think my last resume would have probably been, I don't know, what? (laughs) Why are you giggling? Probably two years ago, maybe. Hmm. It wasn't last week. I I can tell by the way you're looking at me. It was last month. (laughs) I've been trying to get out for Okay. What? I'm kidding. Um, so here's the things you don't need on your okay. resume. You no longer need your full address, your address on your resume. And see, I bet if I go to mine, I bet you money mine's up there at the top. And really, like, if especially if you're applying out of town, what does it matter? Right. I know. That's kind of actually creepy. Here's my street. Yeah. To random people who right. really, you know, like, yeah. what if I don't get the job? Yeah, what if you really rubbed them the wrong way and they don't like you and there's your address? Right. So you no longer need to have your full address or address. How do you say that? In in that way, I would say address. Address. But it's probably address, isn't it? I don't know. You don't need to have your... There's another one. What's your address? That's how I would say that. Yeah. What's your address? No, what's your address? Okay, that's weird. I've never thought about that. I just learned something new about myself. I think I've said that wrong forever. So I apologize to all of you who hear me say that. You're like, oh, he's saying that wrong. Uh, They say you don't really need an objective statement anymore. And I'm going to have to talk to my buddy Jeff Jarrett because he had me create one. We created one together. And I'm a multifaceted business and blah, 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 blah. All these big words that Jeff helped me create. Mm. Uh, But they say pretty much if you're applying for the job, they know what you want to do. I can write you an objective statement. No, we don't want to hear your objective statements or your adjectives you choose to describe me. Uh, They say also don't use weak verbs or statements like don't say I helped or I was partly responsible. No, you got to say I led. That's what they're saying. You need to say I managed, I improved, I generated, I streamlined. Those are all buzzwords right there. They also say you don't have to have your entire work history on your resume to just include the stuff that relates to the job you're applying for. You mean your resume shouldn't be 22 pages of back when you were class president when you were a sophomore in high school? This is one area where I might have to go back and look at it. Like if I'm if I'm going to do something in my previous line of work in wrestling, I have it dated back to 1991. Where I was a television personality for ESPN, but I think that kind of paints the story at what age I started that. No, that's that's actually a cool thing. You don't want to hear about how I played basketball in junior high when I was in eighth grade. That actually, you're on ESPN? Yeah. Okay. Well, that might relate to what I'm doing. And they say the final thing is don't include the line, and I, I had this on so many, references available upon request. If you have that line in there, it automatically makes you look like a tool, according to this person who's a recruiter at Google, because they say it's fairly obvious. Obviously, if somebody wanted your, if they wanted your references, you would give them to them. Right. You don't really have to say it. Right. If you request them. 
please put in the request and I'll consider sending you my references. Who even says request? References available upon request. I guarantee if you go back to resumes from mm-hmm. five or six years ago, oh yeah, that's on mine. So anyway, stuff to think about if you're applying for jobs, man. Don't make yourself look more dated by having the wrong stuff on your resume. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So early this morning, we were talking about cereal. There's a new way that Kellogg's is selling cereal, and it's in cups, like small little individual mm-hmm. cups, like one bowl of cereal. And basically, you take water, you pour the water in there, and the powdered milk becomes milk. Hmm. So uh, we're talking about this. We're like, what cereal is the best cereal ever? And Kelly and I had this big debate about what cereal is the best because I said Cinnamon Toast Crunch is absolutely hands down the best. Now, there's other decent ones, mm-hmm. but there can only be one goat. And to me, it's Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And I do. That is, it is typically my favorite, but my go-to right now is Reese's Puffs. It's kind of a newer one, and I really, it's, I like that dry, and I also like eating those with milk. So, And see, I haven't tried that. I, I assume that's going to be good. I love peanut butter mm-hmm. and chocolate together, but I still don't think it can beat my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I was going through some of the responses. I have some up on my Facebook, Brandon Baxter in the morning on Facebook. Like Ruth Young Cornish says she loves Golden Grams and Honeycombs. So Ruth, oh, that is the wrong answer. On. Sherry Roberts says Cap'n Crunch. <laughs> Sherry, I'm sorry. Y'all. Uh, let's see here. Trisha Smith says Honey Bunches of Oats with Almonds. <laughs> Man, Trisha, I hate to have to hit the buzzer for you. Those are tasty. Uh, Puddin from Pocahontas uh-huh. says Reese's Puffs. Yeah, so Y'all have, have something in common mm-hmm. there. So yeah. there you go. Puddin, you're wrong. Okay. You got well, any? Yeah, sure I have some. Who you got? Do not do not do, treat my people that no. are that are responding. Do no. not X them. Okay, I won't. Okay. Don Hannah says Fruity Pebbles or Pops. Okay. Son of a gun, I didn't mean to do that. Sheena Gammon says Fruity Pebbles. Okay, sorry. Oh, son of a gun. Okay. Sheena, my Belinda bad. Shelton says Lucky Charms. Oh, goodness. Ooh. What? Sheila Roach says French Toast Crunch is awesome. Then Lucky Charms Clusters. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Caitlin Willie says honeycombs or fruity pebbles. Oh, well, okay. This is the, you're, you're going to like this one. What? Amanda Beth Carmen says Reese's Puffs. I don't like that one. She's banned. <laughs> She's so silly. <laughs> I'm going to go to her house and break her radio. Okay. Here is here's a good one. Lisa Flanagan says cinnamon toast crunch is my favorite. <laughs> Congratulations, Lisa. You have won the game of the best cereal. She's trying to make you feel good. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, there is so much to learn about us on the podcast. Like I had this really awkward encounter with a young lady. And uh, the reason it was awkward is because I asked her what her name was (laughs) and I know her. (laughs) That sounds so dumb. But sometimes when you see somebody in the dark in a different setting, in the dark, it throws you off. And I was thrown off. Yeah, I posed the question about decorative towels. Am I becoming like my mother because I have bought decorative towels? And you're telling everybody not to use the towels. <laughs> yes. Uh, we also talk about what doesn't need to be on your resume. There's a big 90-pound fish caught in Arkansas. We talk cereal. Uh, Kelly had this uh, really sweet encounter with a dove mm-hmm. uh, that might have a different meaning to it. We'll talk about that. We talk about what not to send to people via text, like why you need to be careful if you're trying to send a flirty text, because evidently people send the flirty text to the wrong people on a regular basis. And Brandon tells you his experience today. Not flirty, though. That wasn't flirty. 
Also, new stuff from Scotty McCreary, a really sweet song from him. We give you a sneak peek at that. Plus, Miranda Lambert says people fight at her shows when she plays one song. So tons of stuff on the podcast today. All you have to do is search Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? The Bachelorette, America's Got Talent, Celebrity Game Face, Password with Tony Hale and Jimmy Fallon. Also tonight, Kane Brown will be on Jimmy Kimmel. And Carly Pierce is going to host the Academy of Country Music Honors. The show is going to honor Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Shania Twain, Morgan Morgan Wallen, and Yellowstone. Ooh, sweet. That's tonight. Mm -hmm. All right. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.